Uh, welcome to Trivial Cahoots. Um, we're in the park again today. We were in the park last week with uh, Jay Patron, and this week, my park guest, it's the p- summer of parks. Yes. Uh, I have Giles Brody with me today. Hello, Mark. Hello. Um, you are a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, a filmmaker, yes. and a podcaster. That's right, yeah. Is there anything else? That you do I, This is the first time We've ever actually met Yeah literally I, 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 haven't, I haven't turned this This thing off um, My phone It's alright You can leave the phone uh, on Yeah this is literally The first time we've met I'm glad that uh, This that I haven't You know You didn't bring like An umbrella With rice in it <laughs> that, that's so far it's been quite pleasant there's some ducks in front of us uh, yeah. it's all very pleasant it's nice. um, uh, uh, so to answer your question I also uh, am a uh, playwright oh, wrote, yeah. a, wrote a play called Couples Counselling that oh, starred yeah. uh, Ed Salmon and Philippa Dunn and Stephen Colfer and Hammer Mamelis we've done a few we've, we've brought it out brought out the little fun box your, um, I'll just put it might be rubbing off your okay R- rubbing off my many many chest hairs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I also, I also do that. But um, we're here today just to uh, name these ducks. What do you think that one over there should be called? Becca? Bernard. Bernard, solid name. So, what's what should we call his his pal? His friend, mm, Bernie, I think. Bernard and Bernie. They look similar, yeah. but Bernie's just less, like le- has less got, white plumage on his chest. Yeah. Than Bernard. Oh, uh, that is unusual. We just saw a female chasing. Well, actually, it may be a male or maybe a different species. Uh, oh, she was chasing it away from the ducklings. Yes, yeah. Who are all also called Bernie or <laughs> Bernice. It's just, yeah, it's just simpler. Do I feel the burn? All these ducks in the <laughs> Randall of Pond. Yeah. Um, you excited about the American elections? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am. I, am. Uh, I would like to. Say, well, it doesn't really affect us over here, does it's it? A, but, um, well, uh, it's like more so than any other year. It's like this might be the, this. It feels like the planet Earth is having its IQ test this year, and um, uh, it's having its what test? It's IQ. IQ test. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and our our friends over in uh, the UK, um, they've they failed. So they far. failed but arrogantly failed like, I didn't study for it anyway <laughs> I didn't even want to pass yeah. so well, what was it yeah. yeah why are you calling me thick if <laughs> you're the ones that are really thick because how'd I outsmart you if I'm the thickest <laughs> I had a good time playing snares yeah. so I was whatever. I was doing fancy S's you know those S's the uh, if you're to tag an S you know maybe at school you write on someone's someone's book you're giving me a look as if to say no <laughs> Uh, I've, I've, if, if, do you have a pen? I can show you right now. I'm sure the, uh, the listeners at home are screaming at their podcast saying... <laughs> uh, I don't have a pen. That's okay. I'll try and draw from my finger. Oh, no, I do have a pen. Hold on. It's down at the bottom of this. We can, we can start again. I know that someone's saying, <laughs> how do you no, draw a weird S? Do you know those sorts of S's? What is this? Do you know those... Ah, isn't that like in a band name or something? It could be, it could be, but I, I just, I just know. It. As far as I'm aware, that was started that's just in. A fancy yeah, S. that's something that in Athenry National Schools people would write <laughs> on each other's books and things I'm like that. I'm slightly older than you. Oh, this yeah? is this is what we would draw in my day. Oh, it's a, for the listener, it's a um, it's a penny farthing. 
Oh, lovely. It's a U2. It's U2. Fantastic. But it's like a rectangle and then you draw in four lines and then suddenly it becomes U2. It's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. it's pretty clever whoever yeah. came up with that and it wasn't U2. Yeah, you know, they didn't think they, they, didn't, that. they didn't go yeah. over that shit. Or feedback. There'll always be feedback to me. <laughs> the hype. The hype uh, also. My, uh, yeah, when they lost the name The Hype, I, I just yeah. lost interest in them. Because you would have been in your 40s then when Then they changed I would have been in my 40s yeah. and I'm like, and yeah, I'm It's I'm like, I'm already too far in. <laughs> <laughs> this this. No, you're like oh god for name changes first now. I have the disappointment of Sinatra being usurped by Elvis <laughs> then I see Elvis usurped by the Beatles now local boys made good uh, the hype are changing their name to you too I'm getting off this musical What's merry-go-round yeah just book me into Dickie Rock concerts for the next 20 years and I'm done yeah yeah, yeah. Keep uh, it simple. I couldn't name one Dickie Rock song if you put a gun to no, my head. Does I he just do covers or I what does he do? Was he a show band kind of guy? I think he was. Yeah, yeah but probably just did covers. I don't know what his hits were. Like I know Joe Dolan, he was kind of the same ilk, but he had a few. He had a few hits. He had uh, Oh Me Oh My. There you go. You're such uh, a good looking, looking woman. woman. Uh, he he improved several songs. With the help of Dustin the Turkey, <laughs> if memory serves. Didn't he do a version hmm. of, did he do the Universal by Is Blur? Dustin the, did he? Oh, I yeah. I think he may have. Is Dustin the Turkey like uh, our Zelig? Oh, that he's been, he's just always, he's all things like, to all people. He's, been, he's worked with everybody, really, yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, I guess he has. Who hasn't he, so far, he hasn't worked with Daniel Day-Lewis. I think that's the only big name <laughs> that's eluding Dustin so far. But he's gotten everyone else. He's gotten everyone else. He's got Ray yeah. Darcy, Zig and Zag, Geldof, um, uh, every, all the pantos that they always have. Boyzone must have done some shit with them at some point. Carter Twins. All, all the huge twins. names. That's our uh, musical kind of Mount Rushmore. Is sure. Boyzone and the Carter Twins and Dustin. Bertie Hearn thing with him. Gay Byrne. Um, Nicky Byrne. His, Nicky Byrne. Uh, Bertie Hearn's um, uh, son-in-law. Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot that now, thing. How do you think he got a job broadcasting? That guy. <laughs> I think it's just raw talent. Do you? I think it must be He's raw talent. He's just such a good... Because, you know, you're... Uh, I, I, I like listening to the radio a lot and there's a lot of really, really great up-and-coming DJs and I'd say they must be so thrilled when someone like Nicky Byrne comes in and uh, takes that plum job <laughs> and uh, with no experience, a guy who can barely string a sentence together, who has terrible taste in music. I don't know about you, but all the DJs I, I, I like uh, who are up-and-coming... They were just dancing in the street when they heard Nicky Byrne <laughs> got that I don't job. know that many up-and-coming DJs. Well, I suppose maybe... Uh, we used to do this podcast on Radio Mate, so I suppose I'd know some of them. Um, I suppose... Well, Nicky Byrne isn't, like... That's his only credit, is yeah. being the son-in-law of Bertie Hearn. Yeah. Like, he was in a band. Mm. And so he does bring, like, some uh, audience, I guess, with him. Yeah, but you could... Yeah, no, that's bollocks, I think. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, if you like that band to begin with, and, you know, we were all young ones, we were all kids and like rubbish music, but Westlife were, you know, they weren't, um, you know, it's not like growing up listening to Nick Cave or something, and later on it's like, yeah, this guy, I trust him. He's got good, uh, he's got the goods. Yeah. It's like you're growing up listening to a guy who did an album where they all put on tuxes and did Sinatra covers, and the album was called Allow Us To Be Frank. 
So that's the guy that you're <laughs> trusting musically. And then I've, I've, I have to say, I haven't listened to his show very much. I've only heard it a few times, but he will say, like, uh, well, one of the absolute best songs, not only of the year, but of all time. Get ready for Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. And he'll play a different record. <laughs> and then afterwards, <laughs> and we'll have that Deep Blue Something song coming up Just right after this. Continue to get ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't like, say when. Yeah, I hope you're in a constant state of readiness for this Deep Blue Something song. Uh, do you listen to the radio? I do. Sometimes, if I'm writing and I should be you know, working hard on that, that's usually when I will... Uh, stick on the go for a walk and just listen to some radio uh, on my apps. I can't really no. I just well, I would listen to podcasts. Yeah, I li- listen to podcasts too. Do you just listen to podcasts? You do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. Do you find that that brings you great peace? Uh, it does. I do listen back to them sometimes. I listened to the Louise Malin episode uh, yesterday. Uh, another playwright. And uh, oh, I should say, like, I should say, she's probably a proper playwright, as opposed to I'm a chancer comedian who uh, wrote a sketch that just kept on getting longer and longer and longer. So, that's um, playwriting. Uh, play acting. Ch- it's play acting. Play right? acting. It's messing, Mark. Just uh, messing. Everyone's a, everyone's a chancer. Does anybody actually view themselves as a pro- proper playwright? Come on. Uh, yeah, I've met, I've met some. Yeah. They wear scarves. Yeah. And uh, they uh, talk about how they'd love to do like. Um, an all, uh, you know, pigeon uh, version <laughs> of Othello. I want to rewrite Othello, but it's only in coups. Yeah, so oh, I want to do a, a theatrical adaptation of Ivan Reitman's Evolution, and I want it to be done. <laughs> uh, obviously, talking about climate change. It's, it's going to be a parable about climate change. Evolution is one of those films where. It's kind of strange that it got made. Did you see that film? Yes, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, did you enjoy that film? I, um, I was young when I saw it, and I was a big mm. Ghostbusters fan. But even then, I knew <laughs> this is uh, this is Ivan uh, 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 Reitman can sue himself. I think he's actually. Do you know what? I think that might be a quote from a review. Really? They say it's so much <laughs> like Ghostbusters. Ivan Reitman could sue himself. But I do like David Duchovny. I think he's a really funny guy. Orlando Jones can be funny. Uh, Julianne Moore, her character was just someone who fell over a lot, if memory serves. And a lot of this jokes that involved um, like a creepy crawly from outer space going up somebody's uh, a penis and then they'd have to commit their arse. And, mm. and I know it was written by some family guy writers and I'm not a big fan of Family Guy. I'd almost no, call that my I. barometer of what I hate in comedy. <laughs> family, family Guy. guy. Yeah, same here, actually. Um, but I thought it was written originally. There are a lot of birds. I yeah. hope you're enjoying those listeners. Um, I thought it was originally actually supposed to be a serious film. Yes, yeah, yeah, I heard that but too. But then they were but, like, oh, fuck yeah. it, let's make this as a comedy. Yeah, let's. It'll t- be the next Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to aim for. The film where Stifler and a bunch of people shoot shampoo at a monster. <laughs> the next Doctor Strange Love. I can't really remember much. I think it might have been. Um, I, we, we don't even need to wiki this. I think it may. It's a film we've seen once. How many times have you seen it? Once. I've when, seen it once also. I think for when it first came out on Same here. video. I think it was. Written by possibly one of the guys who wrote the original Aliens film, or he wrote Aliens. Really? I think it might have had some really prestigious <laughs> guy in the mix at some point. But that's what happened. You know, 
you, you, you do you write uh, scripts and things? Yeah, do you? yeah, yeah. And um, uh, part of the, the the joy of that, if you've ever gone into production with something, is getting notes from someone who has no imagination. <laughs> and that's not to be like when you do write something, it should be collaborative. And there's, you know, the more perspectives you get on it, the better. And uh, but it depends on the team you're working with. But sometimes you'll have a producer and they're really nice and they get it. And every suggestion they give you just makes it better. Yeah. And other times we'll work with somebody who, to sort of uh, uh, look like they were busy, gave you some notes. And they might be <laughs> just the worst notes you've ever read. And um, you have to go back to them um, with a sort of a, a smile. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't mind this at all this is fine I mean yes sure, I've been it was going to be about a pirate queen and now it's about a guy working in Duns but it's essentially the same thing guy I've working been, in Duns I had a meeting with the film board uh, several years ago with someone there and like I'd just been turned down for draft for draft funding but yeah. the the, the person in there said oh but come in and chat to us maybe we can sort something out and I was like oh okay that sounds yeah. promising but then when I went in to chat to us <laughs> sort something out meant let me tell you how terrible a writer you are and it was just really oh, like no. but you know you've got to be like these are the guys with the purse strings you're like okay great yeah. great you have no idea about story oh interesting alright great <laughs> yeah. that's great to hear because Good they read a uh, hundred scripts a week so when they say this and I've definitely been in that situation <laughs> Where someone's saying, you don't know the fundamentals of <laughs> a beginning, middle and an end. Uh, it's like when you are in those situations. And I've had, I had a meeting with the film board last year. And they were, they're very nice now. I don't think they'd, you know, um, they, they're, 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 they were, they're pretty cool, I think, in there yeah. at the moment. And they've got, they've had such an amazing year. They've had, you know, yeah. three of the films nominated for best film were through them. Um, mm. was it, yeah, it was Room. What was the other one? Uh, uh, the one with Simon Delaney where he plays an alien. <laughs> so mad. So mad, yeah. yeah and, retroactively nominated for yeah, an Oscar. He was so good in that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a great talent, that guy. Um, and. Um, <laughs> he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. What? Yeah, but sorry, yeah, the, the, if, if you're going in and pitching something, I've been in that situation where you're just torn and you arsehole and you can't leave because you asked yeah. for the meeting or, um, you know... It's, uh, yeah, there's nowhere else to go to in Ireland, so... Yeah. Say, so, yeah, oh, cool, cool. Or, yeah, yeah, just trying to be in a positive frame of mind. Yeah, to be creative in. It's so, yeah. it's so difficult. But I guess you've got to kind of filter those notes, you know... Someone, there was a writer, um, which is Staring Pigeons now, yeah, but there no. was a writer, uh, I think the guy who wrote the main draft on Gladiator. Oh, it's John Logan? Could be, could be. Um, but yeah, he said, his, main, his usual response is, tell me the problems, don't tell me the solutions. Yeah. You know, that's my job to figure out the solutions. But you can't, you know, people's... I suppose what I look for is people's honest reactions. So rather than saying, I think this needs to move up forward, like, tell me the points that you really liked it and tell me the points you didn't like it or yeah. when you were bored or stuff. And then I can figure out from there yeah. what to do. Yeah, it's like, at what point? Or were you confused at any point is yeah. another one as well. 
I was I call it the uh, fuck off metric where you get to a point where you're reading a script and if someone if a character like disappoints you you're only allowed one or two oh fuck off moments where you're right, like why yeah. are you doing that yeah. where someone does something completely uh, uh, against uh, you know their character yeah I think you're only allowed really one of those and sometimes you read a script and you get ten pages in and there's been four of them yeah it's like a guy who and I'm talking about if somebody makes wrong decisions because that can be an interesting protagonist it's somebody who goes against their fundamental kind yeah. of core as a character yeah um uh, yeah, like, you just wouldn't buy that they would do that. Yeah. yeah. It's like if Indiana Jones, five minutes into Raiders of the Last Ark, just went, you know what, fuck this, just <laughs> left. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot. And no, you can absolutely swear. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to conduct myself, Mark, as a gentleman. I want to be, you know, as, as I'm sitting <laughs> well, here, we're, in two, park. we're two men of letters, or at least tall boys of letters. Um, we can, you know, conduct ourselves uh, without toilet talk. Yeah. Um, I can't, but you know. What do you? So you have a podcast, yes, called the Sunday Sermon, correct? Uh, which you do in character, yes, yeah. Uh, it's very funny. Oh, I listened to a good few episodes now. Well, three or four. The, um, uh, where you basically, so you play this priest character. What's his name? His name's Father Quig. Father Quig. Yeah, he's an old bollocks. Yeah, and. Um, uh, he, in um, collaboration with some transitioner students from his school, yeah. are putting out what started as a smart, a smart answer uh, from the TYs about a project <laughs> they could do has turned into this lovely podcast they can all be proud of. Yeah. So each week he sounds off about uh, reflect on the, you know, the current news stories. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And, uh, he's best friends with Michael Lowry, the disgraced Irish uh, politician. <laughs> And every week, uh, something even was increasingly bad things come out about him. The last yeah. one we did, Michael Lowry punched a kid, in, a 12-year-old, in the face during a screening of Pixels and also <laughs> robbed a credit union. So, um, uh, luckily, Michael Lowry has no idea what a podcast is. Yeah. And libel laws don't apply on the internet, as we know. It's international <laughs> waters, Mark. He's not as litigious as that other fella who you can't even say the name of. Or oh. You. oh, your man, bloody Citizen yeah. Kane wannabe, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dennis O'Brien. Dennis O'Brien, yeah. yeah. Um, well, maybe we should. Is this? Sorry, sorry. Well, this is a safe space. Yeah, yeah. Like off Dennis O'Brien. Yeah, I think we could. You know, I'd say write a Citizen Kane type thing. The remakes are all the re- reboots are all the rage. You know, if we tried to do a reboot, a TV show of Citizen, Citizen Kane, Kane. made made by Dennis Dennis O'Brien. It's People about Dennis O'Brien trying to sell <laughs> anti-heroes at the moment. They're loving anything that um, that feeds into like an old TV. Like there's so many films that are now. Oh, that's a TV show now. Yeah, yeah. like pretty much anything. What film from the seventies would you most like to see adapted to like a, a, a prestige kind of Showtime or HBO style drama mm. from from the seventies? Suppose, if, I mean, the first one that sprang to mind for no reason is Midnight Cowboy. Oh yeah, yeah just the continuing journeys of the cowboy and Ratso. Yeah, I think Ratso's dead though, isn't he? At the end of yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, be planning they his reanimate his body. All oh, right. Yeah, zombie Ratso. Yeah, zombie yeah. Ratso and uh, the other fella. What's his name? Uh, John Voice Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy Joe. 
Cowboy Joe still trying to sell his wares with a dead body <laughs> beside him. So, yeah. Just because my pimp's dead <laughs> don't mean I'm not a good piece of ass. Listen, I can't, I can't get rid of this body. I have nowhere to put this body right now. So do you mind if I just prop it up in the corner <laughs> while we have sex? Always use so, well my dead it. friend likes to watch. <laughs> Cowboy uh, Joe, I don't know why I paid you to fuck me for a dollar. <laughs> Wait, no, it'll be the other way around. What if Cowboy Joe, right, in the TV show, been my cowboy, sorry, he's so stupid he spends all his money on prostitutes. But, <laughs> so what little bit of money he gets he from gets, being a prostitute. So, oh, God, I'd love he, to have some sex right now yeah, just to rid me of the awful oh, sex I've had. So he thinks it'll cancel out the earlier sex he had because he's, you know, it's a bumpkin from the country. Yeah. Uh, a hayseed. Hick. Bit like me, just coming to the city to sell his ass for for, for cash. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Athenry in Athen County Rye. Galway. Yeah, it's a very nice town. Good. And yeah, uh, I uh, my parents still live there. And um, uh, the less true stories I tell about the place, the better. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, that is a very litigious uh, Yeah, very town. litigious town. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird town, because it's got... The, 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 it does seem to be like a little power hub in some ways, and also have a completely insignificant kind of, you know, uh, uh, Irish townland at the same time. There'll be... Actually, I can't go into it. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's, I won't go into we... it. It's a bit... Have you ever seen the film Copland? Yeah. It's nothing like that, <laughs> but except that Sylvester Stallone lives there oh. and he is the law. Oh, but apart from that, it's uh, yeah. No. That, and I haven't even heard it. That that is amazing that they're keeping that quiet. Yeah, these uh, ducklings are flying in formation now or swimming in, like they're sort of like, doing what they want. It's well, it's kind of they were kind of like they were doing a search party. Uh, yeah, they, they were spanning <coughs> the entire. Uh, Little lakelet here. Yeah. Now, Bond. That's they, what it's called. They found the person, the party that the, the person the party oh, yeah. is missing. Now they're just doing a victory lap. <laughs> yeah. And what seventies film would you uh, well, turn into a TV show? I know they're adapting The Exorcist as a in, into a TV show. Are they? I think that would be that that that, that could be really good. Um, and then French Connection also. Oh, that's that one could that's be good. Sprang to mind because I just thought. What would I like to see more of, or who would I, you know, these characters you get to hang out with? Who would you get to play Sonny Doyle? What's his name? Sonny Doyle? Popeye Doyle? Popeye Doyle. Uh, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Didn't even even have to think about that one. Who would you get to play Cloudy? Cloudy, John Hawks. Who's John Hawks? You know, from, uh, he's in Deadwood and Eastbound and Down. He's a character. Oh, Soul Star in Deadwood? Yeah, yeah, he's the, and, and, uh, yeah, he's. That's a guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, him and Timothy Oliphant's character are buddies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Soul Star, yeah. Yeah, so I get, I get him, or maybe, um, uh, there's lots of what man, about lots of great character actors around. Steve, at the uh, Stephen, not not Colbert. What's the other Stephen? Um, Carell. Carell. Steve Carell. Oh, he'd be. It might be too funny though, because John C. Riley yeah. hes a funny guy as they, well. They would—they'd be cracking each other up on set, but then it'd yeah. be really dour. You've been a John C. Riley yeah. and Steve Carell, yeah. but not a single yeah. joke in the whole thing. Yeah. Actually, have, have you ever seen um, Fat City? It's a John Huston film. It's about a boxer. No. Okay, 
forget that. <laughs> forget that. <laughs> it's the worst reference. <laughs> I'd like to see more of that. It's like, well, no one's seen it to begin with, so uh, <laughs> that would not yeah. sell. Right, Joe, I'd love to see a nine-hour adaptation of a train pulls into a station. I think we only kind of we didn't really get a full taste yeah, of what was going yeah, on yeah, in that yeah, train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's let's crack on to our quiz. Sure. Quiz. Uh, do you like quizzes? I do. I do. Oh. Yeah. Um, any favorite subject from have you played Trivial Pursuit before? Not for not not since not since I was a lad. Geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, sports and leisure. What, what are your faves there? Uh, let's go for uh, entertainment or history. Yeah, which, yeah, which yeah. so I bet that's the one. People always go for humanities, don't they? Does anyone ever go for the sciencey questions? Hmm. Don't know. Yeah, probably not. Some people go for geography. Not a lot of people go for sports and leisure. Okay, this is geography though. Okay. What country is famous for its Gouda and Edam cheese? Gouda and Edam. Uh, is that is it like Netherlands or Belgium or something? I think I, I was thinking it's one of the expert. Benelux countries. Yeah. Edam. I don't know. I don't know. Edam. Do I have to give a proper guess? Edam. Uh, I think it's Edam English. What are they? It's it's Gouda and Edam. Gouda. Okay, it's not English. They're English. I'm Dutch. We say Dutch. Your first. Your first guess. Let's say Dutch. Netherlands. Excellent. Correct. Fantastic. Fantastic. Are you a cheese fan? I am not. Uh, I do like the Netherlands, though. Oh, uh, okay. My my sister lived there for a while. She was um, the editor of a, a law review magazine. She's very smart. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who comes along to the mess and see, I'm a um, 30 year old man who puts a bucket on his head and pretends to be Pierce Brosnan from time to time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's 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 a she's do you brain do, box. Do you do a Pierce Brosnan impression? Or is it? Yeah, yeah, I do. But it's gotten further and further away from Pierce <laughs> yeah. as time has gone gone by. What it's, is the mess around? Uh, mess around is a monthly. Uh, comedy night that I host with my friend Colin Chadwick um, and we've been doing it for about two years and we uh, just did it there at the Vodafone Comedy Festival yeah. recently with uh, Chris Gethard was our guest Yeah, and, uh, he was he was really great and uh, Kev McGarren was there playing George Hook and Kev did this by putting a condom on his head it worked though <laughs> it did at uh, Eleanor Tiernan she was kind of for the first year we were doing it Eleanor was our resident headliner which uh, meant she would, <laughs> we, we would beg her to come down. <laughs> so we had someone <laughs> funny on the bill, of. yeah. It's like, <laughs> and um, she would always come down, and be very nice, and she's helped us out with like lots of sketches and things. And she's, uh, but yeah, the mess around, um, we've got lots of uh, Conroe Tool and Simon Mulholland and Alison Spittle, they help us out as oh, well. Cool. With it. And, uh, we have characters ranging from there's uh, the Babadook. Uh, he's there, but he's moved from Australia. And he now works for Fair City, and he's just a suburban dad, and he's really nice and yeah. relaxed. But he's always trying to get on Fair City, so trying to write himself little parts. So it's kind of sketches. Yeah, it's sketches with some with stand up in between. Right. And um, uh, I've got some really we, we we've got a nice range of of people who come down and do it. And where is it usually on? It's on the Workman's. Oh yeah. Uh, every the next one's on September the tenth. So if this one comes out in time. Uh, it will. It'll come out next Wednesday. 
Excellent. Well, listen up, you. You, <laughs> listeners. Uh, yeah, we should have a fun. We should have a fun one. But um, yeah, that was that night was started out of uh, absolute kind of desperation and sort of self-defense because there wasn't a lot of um, alternative. There were no alternative comedy nights in Dublin. Yeah, and you can gig. Not that you know, you can you can just play a regular set in front of a regular audience and do a little twist on it, but. I always found, just because I've been doing stand-up for a good while, I was just getting very bored of doing stand-up. Really? So I'd much rather go up and just completely screw myself in the first minute and by just like doing an accent saying, OK, I'm not changing this accent, I'm going to keep doing this, I'm going to pretend to be an impressionist, <laughs> and I'm going to ask everyone here to ask me to do an impression, and I'm going to give everyone a reason why I can't do it <laughs> and make it seem like it was really insensitive of them to bring it up and... Um, uh, so it, it just sort of was born out of that because there's um, there's some really great uh, stand-ups in the country and I'm not one of them and I prefer Sounds maybe really uh, goofing about me. and you know um, it's Colin Chadwick he's a really funny guy and we'd been kind of writing stuff for a while together we did a podcast for, for a good bit and we just wanted to do a a stage show because literally hey kids if you're listening to this at home and you want to get on in comedy start your own night and just keep doing it and then eventually you'll be able to trick really cool people into doing yeah. it and it will legitimise you yeah um, so uh, um, can I ask you this what do, how do you work like with that kind of thing are you mostly improvising or is it written or do you have ideas or it will uh, stem from a written idea but uh by the time we're doing it, because we don't we don't rehearse. If it is like a proper sketch, because Colin and I can sit down and write a full sketch from beginning to end, yeah. and it could be fine. But um, uh, the, the to be able to go up and just with a very rough outline and work around that, and then deviate from that, that always gets funnier results. For this show, like if we were doing like a proper uh, sketch show, yeah. we couldn't do this, but we. Because it's a really anarchic show and people expect us to be, you know, a bit looser. A yeah, bit, yeah. Um, and most of the characters are just giving out to Colin, which uh, <laughs> uh, he enjoys being given out to. Yeah. And I like trying to make him laugh. Yeah. While, so, so that's what, what most of it is built around. So like, at the moment he's training for a fight and Alex Ferguson, I'm playing Alex Ferguson, is training him. And part of the training is just getting strangers to punch Colin in the face as hard as I can. <laughs> so Colin's constantly, his character's constantly put upon and uh, he's going out with a racist green M&M and, um, uh, who, who he's in kind of a loveless relationship yeah. with and she's made me, Giles, learn how to become a priest so I can officially marry them. But she's only doing this because she's engaged to O.J. Simpson and is just biding her time till. He gets out. So like, there's a big convoluted like <laughs> soap opera running through it. Right, yeah. But did you um, have to keep coming back every? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we do have the, some regulars who do come back. We have we have some very nice regulars who come back every month, and then sometimes they'll bring their friend, and um, their friend will. Uh, <laughs> it takes time to get into. It. it takes time to get into anything, but like. I have had that You're like, look of I hate you <laughs> just beamed up to me by a disinterested 
boyfriend or girlfriend of a regular. So you're like kind of like The Wire, like you have to watch a few episodes yes, to get yeah, into all the characters. Mark, and that's perfect. Yes, it's a comedy <laughs> wire. Except instead of that Live. huge, so that huge sprawling cast, it's two dudes, <laughs> um, and one of those guys is always playing a guy called Colin Chadwick. <laughs> And what uh, what about the podcast? Do you how is that scripted or oh, it's, otherwise? It's um, entirely improvised. Yeah, or? yeah. It's um, well, I'll have if something's big during the week, I'll just make a note of it. Yeah. But um, it uh, usually will come to Sunday morning, and it's just out of a panic. It's like oh, I got to get this out, or I can't begin my yeah. day. And um, yeah, I'll just I'll just record until I filled up half an hour, yeah. and I should work on it more. <laughs> but I've gotten to no, I, uh, I I'm very impressed with the level of improv in it. Like it uh, really feels like you know where you're going sometimes. Like yeah, there there are there are um, yeah. There's sometimes I'll f- finish doing one completely, and then I think oh, there's a, like a bridging. I need I need I need a minute or two to bridge this story to this one. Oh yeah, and I might go back and record something after I finished it but I, I do that very rarely yeah and uh, uh, it's because um, I, I used to write I do write jokes for television so that part of the brain of just writing topical jokes all the time it's unfortunately you can't turn it off and it's always there and it's wrecking your head and ruining your life yeah so uh, if you don't have an outlet for that uh, you can just go crazy because <laughs> I went from I was writing for Irish Pictorial last year and I was like a junior writer on it and I wanted to impress them so I was writing like 100 jokes yeah. <laughs> for each submission they're looking for 5 and also if you're writing 100 jokes in a day 80 of them are terrible yeah. so don't send them in and don't waste people's time <laughs> they just make it but, harder to find the good jokes yeah and it's like Still, that's... your quality control gets messed up and then um, so I went from doing that where it's just compulsory writing topical jokes to uh, I was a we did a show called The Alison Spittle Show. I was a producer on that at the beginning uh, before I had to leave to do, do the play. But writing for The Alison Show and working with other writers, we were just always coming up with topical jokes. So when I suddenly just stopped doing that, doing the podcast seemed like a good way to uh, keep, uh, keep kind of match fit doing mm. that. And also, I just really hate the church. I don't... It's in no way an anti... It's in no way an anti-religious... Podcast. It's an anti-cute horror priest podcast, and in a way, it feels like they're dying out soon. Like every church is going to be a cost of coffee in twenty years. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I do feel like I'm making oh, fun of. Oh dear! Uh, no, don't look at the answers. I won't. I won't. Oh I won't. shit! Uh, it does feel like I'm, you know, making fun of a building that's already been listed for demolition. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's piling on. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose there's some like anti-conservatism. In there as well. Yeah, like there's. Yeah. Uh, I did find like. Did you grow up? Did you grow up Catholic or no? You didn't. Oh, no. You lucky dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm of Protestant lineage, and I suppose yeah, I went to Protestant church when I was younger. Yeah, and they're yeah. not that big into hell. In the it's, Protestant yeah, church. I mean, I, it's it hard exist? to cross compare, but yeah. like, yeah, it's not as severe and not as punishing. Yeah, I think because they can. No, just with the best will in the world, so many elderly relatives of mine completely scared the shit out of me. Yeah, when I was a kid, and just people like dying people saying, "Did you pray for me?" and I wouldn't have, and they'd say, "I know you did because God told me." It's like, oh God, why did you tell them that I didn't? And not You're really a liar, God. Yeah, not knowing what was going on. Um, 
a lot of the time. And my mother was always very big on not hell. She never talked about hell or anything like that in front of us. Yeah. But she didn't know that at school, that's all they talked about Jesus. was hell. So, you know, you would have someone, like some nun or... <clears throat> I'm making this sound terribly kind of draconian, but just... You know, you would just be told something innocently by a nun. Like if you're playing near a house or something, they say, go away now, you'll all be sent to, you'll all go to hell. So you go to hell for less than that. But when you're a kid, you walk around, you're like carrying that with you. It's like, yeah. I'm going to hell for, yeah. kick the ball into the priest's <laughs> fucking field. And I'm going to hell now. Excellent. He's stuck with pitchforks. Uh, yeah, Dickie Dawkins... Uh, Richard Dawkins but you know uh, he should be called Dickie Dawkins yeah um, he is a dickhead and he does wear <laughs> well, Dickie bows well, oh yeah no like he's a very smart man and everything he just seems to have all the tact of a drunk waiting by the door of a pub hoping someone will open it up so they'll spill his drink so he can start a fight with them <laughs> I don't know I mean I think people kind of like somebody called him the rabid dog of atheism in, a, in an article and like Really, I think he's mostly kind of a polite, timid man. Even yeah. when you see him, like in a documentary, you kind of like oh, stick the knife in a bit more than this. Yeah, like politely listening too much. Whereas, um, uh, what's his name who died there of cancer? The other Hitchens. Hitchens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. fair enough to call him a rabid dog of atheism. Like, yeah, he was. Yeah, they're a lot more rabid. Both jerks, both men. I wouldn't want to <laughs> sit next to on a train. But I know Daw- Dawkins. Um, like I think that he cuts open whales and lets us, but see what's inside them and stuff like that. And you know, says, "Look, behold, this is science. This is wonderful. This yeah. is nature." Um, but uh, I've watched some of the debates he's in. It's like, what the? F- why are you doing this? <laughs> it's like I know why you're doing this, but you know, can't you just send someone else in your place because? You're not going to convince anyone. If you talk to someone who's really religious and you really have their attention and they're not going anywhere, best case scenario, after an hour, they won't believe in God anymore. Like, I kind of don't want that. I don't want... Yeah. I don't want... I wouldn't want to take that away from anyone because I know how uh, bereft of just sense life can be sometimes. And if someone wants to hang their, their, their hat on that... Um, I, I've, I've got no problem with that as long as it's not upsetting anybody else and um, hurting I, anybody else yeah yeah hurting or hurting <laughs> well yeah I don't know because hmm. I also think it's you know obviously it's 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 all winding down it's like the last days of the <laughs> Labour government a few years ago it's uh, not going to be around for long so look just let Alistair Campbell think <laughs> he's the man for a few more weeks yeah. what yeah. am I talking about he was gone <laughs> so long before any of that stuff mm. sorry this is um, no no this is all good um, this is entertainment okay what ravenous character appeared in on over 100,000 arcade machines within an e- Year of its nineteen of his nineteen eighty debut. Ravenous. Is it Donkey Kong? No. Is it ca- what eight things? Hmm. What eight things? Um, again, I'll point out that I'm older than you and I remember. It. What eight things? Oh, was it Pac-Man? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. It must be Pac-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Pac-Man, indeed. Lovely. Uh, were you ever into computer games? Uh, no. No. No, I'm a bit of a dullard. I was w- w- when I was a kid. I played. Um, it would have been FIFA '96. On yeah. The- I played that and I got addicted to it and then I decided I 
just needed to go cold turkey and I haven't really played there really? was a period anytime such dark times anytime I've gotten really into a video game like I was like calling in sick to school and lying to my parents and stuff yeah. like that because I was so into FIFA wow. 96 and I'm not into football at all <laughs> uh, I mean I could follow for the World Cup and things and um yeah, you know, I've got I've got a little bit of knowledge. Back then, I knew who like the assistant manager of you know Wolverhampton was, and um, uh, so th- the few times in my life I've gotten really into. Sorry for oh, yeah, You didn't see a gentleman in the last say half an hour looking for a lost dog. Uh, I'm afraid we didn't. Right. Sorry, Thanks. that's okay. Yeah, okay. just uh, we'll, it's a long story. We met a gentleman up between here and Rathmine, sure, looking for a lost dog, and he didn't. He was so distressed he didn't leave his phone number. Yes. And subsequently, we found the dog. Oh, fantastic! So now I've got a lovely Labrador as big as life, yeah. but no owner. Oh, yeah. there's no name tab or no oh, phone. What or does the uh, What does the fellow look like? I it's my partner met him. I didn't yeah. meet him, so she rang me and said, "Now, will you fly around on the local roads on the bike and maybe okay. you catch him?" Because he was going around calling and whistling and shouting. Oh, right. No, I haven't seen anyone okay. calling well, for a dog. Kind of fifty-ish, maybe. Okay. Tall, thin, dark clothes. Calling for a dog. Sure, sure. Like, if yeah. we do, if we do see him, how will we get in contact? Ah, uh, well, we... I could leave you my number. Yeah, here. Leave you just, my number yeah. because I live only at. You're very kind. Thank yeah, you yeah. Good. No bother. We're we're, we're gonna be thought, we're I gonna just, be here for a little bit. Right, so I just thought the park might be a place that he would yeah. walk with the dog. Yeah. So my num- my name is well, it doesn't my name. My name is Niall N I A L L. Okay. Uh, lost dog and my phone number is 087 056 356. You're very kind. Yeah, yeah. Cool. no bother at all, Niall. Take care. I keep knocking. All right. Best of luck with that. Sorry, just making sure I've got Niall's number in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, God, I hope so that guy's if you're, okay. if you're listening, man who lost the dog, yeah, you've got listening. the number there of Niall. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> also going to have to bleep if, that out. <laughs> I mean, holy oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fishes just took off. Oh. Uh, oh shit, they're coming back. <laughs> fucking hell. Is this a bad sign? Is this end of days? I don't know. Uh, what's going to happen to but us, you Mark? shall not invoke the name. <laughs> what would happen if they came down and picked me up? <laughs> Just flew away. And then and then I'd have to go to Nile and be like, hi, oh, yeah, I lost my podcast guest. Um, can you cycle around and see if you can find yeah, him? Yeah, any sign. <laughs> He's been taken by some pigeons. <laughs> he looks like a, a tall, sick boy. Um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. What, before, Who knows? What we, what we we're talking about oh, Pac-Man oh, video games. games yeah. yeah. Okay. So these are my few brushes with playing video <laughs> games. Uh, so there was. Uh, I pretended I was sick from school. Was not uh, FIFA '96. Uh, almost fucked up my leaving cert. The Matrix. <laughs> Enter the Matrix. Uh, then right after that, there's four four instances of me being hooked on computer games. Yeah. Right after that, Sims. Got way too into the Sims for, and these were all like weekend, like not sleeping binges. But there's only been four of them in my life. And the fourth one was um, Sims. Yeah, Batman Arkham Asylum. When uh-huh. I was living in London, that may have cost me a job. Because <laughs> I was writing for this paper, and I, I was getting into the habit of I just get up really early and have all my stuff sent off by ten, and then they'd email me back by noon for any changes I need. So um, uh, I just got really into I, just, I was between places I was staying at my friend's sister's house and they had Batman Arkham Asylum <laughs> and rather than 
doing extensive rewrites on things like I should have, <laughs> I would do the absolute bare minimum and then play at being Batman. And then like four days later, uh, I reached a point where I went, I might have to move back to Ireland. I don't think I've got enough money coming in from work to justify staying here. I may have to leave. But I think psychologically, I probably knew my 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 days of that paper were ended anyway so and maybe yeah. crawling home <laughs> or going home yeah. with my tail between my legs um, was uh, uh, also I was the only one who knew I had my tail between my legs mm. when I was coming home so everyone I, else I, I, I mastered news uh, journalism yeah. in London now I'm back yeah it's like well you've seen my article about how there's people robbing places like in the town. <laughs> you saw my. Uh, that's, uh, Giles, that's been put just out this, there. Uh, this article you wrote about people robbing places in the town. We asked you for a correction. You've just written in, written in that uh, maybe the Joker did it. Maybe, well, we don't know if he didn't do it. So until we, <laughs> we can't rule like him out. Speculation, Well, it would be speculative not to include him because it's a major crime. Uh, whoever did it had some style, some panache. And uh, no one's safe until we catch this guy. If that's not the Joker, Mark, I don't know what is. What would make sense? Of course he's yeah. stealing stockings for people's yeah. lines. What do you think of uh, Jared Leto's uh, Joker? Have you seen Suicide Squad yet? No, have you seen it? I've just seen uh, Traders for it. But back when he was announced as the Joker, I got pretty... I know that every every time a new Joker's announced, people get annoyed. Yeah. But... Um, I think he sucks as an actor, and he's one of those actors who makes me think acting's easy. You know, it's like I think you <laughs> or I, if we were given the script for that Dallas Buyers Club, and we were given a few months to lose a load of weight, uh, I reckon. Well, that's it. I'm out. Well, no, but they. But you're <laughs> I, getting. I refuse. You're, no, Mark, you're getting paid a lot of money for this. You're getting paid a quarter <laughs> no, of a million for no. six weeks of just I'm you know skipping pudding. <laughs> um, but he's one of those actors who makes me think acting's fucking easy. Because I'm not really an actor. I have acted I... in things, but he does make me think. God's a piece of piss. <laughs> Absolute moron it can do it. This, the thirty-second from Mars guitarist, if he can pull it off. Let's do a quick acting I, here. Yeah. Here, you just 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 throw a character throw at me. I'll try and Jared Leto okay. my way into, uh, into you. It. You um, are are a, a, a sniper. Uh huh. You're dressed as a bush. Right. Um, but uh, you you're on your lunch break, so you've gone to order order a sandwich. Okay. All right. Uh, hello. Sorry, is there someone in there? Yes, I'm a man. Oh. I know that might seem strange because I look like a bush, but yeah. let me assure you I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> could I get a roast beef sandwich, please? Did you say a roast beef sandwich? Right, sorry. I've got... I've been chewing... I've been chewing on a twig. Uh, I'm trying oh. to quit smoking as well. Oh. I'm trying to kill a guy. I shouldn't tell you that. Wait, what? As a guy I'm trying to kill. He's Ooh, bad, though. It's not me. No, 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 okay. no. Because you lured me into a false sense of security there. Well, why would I be in here volunteering that I'm a guy and not a bush? All right. mm, I don't know. I guess just like a confusion tactic. No, 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 no. no, no. You're giving me altogether too much credit. <laughs> I just. Who point. are you trying to kill? Oh, this is um, John Gary Glitter. You're trying to kill Gary Glitter. Yeah, he got out. He got out ages ago. What? Yeah. Uh, there's a, a one of his clones is in jail doing time for him. And he's actually out, and he's just where he's is walking where around. Is he? He's walking around. Yeah, yeah, he's just around the corner there. Don't you see Jesus. that guy busking, playing, uh, 
<laughs> really good. Rock and roll part two. <laughs> yeah, that dude. I'm going to shoot him, but I need a roast beef sandwich first. I need some sustenance. Oh, yeah, you. Sh- well, you can have it on the house, sir. Oh, thank you. I salute you. Wait, will this cost you? Will you get in trouble for giving me a free... No, roast I own beef this sandwich. Place. Oh, what a fine place yeah. for this too. Although is will, this, it is, will cost me because yeah. this is this is the the fine line between success and failure yeah. in, in the sandwich world. So but you could maybe get a bit of publicity. It's like, oh yes, we're in the corner from here. Very clearly, was shot after a guy had eaten one of our yeah. roast beef sandwiches. You've got a fantastic place here, and might I compliment you on your busty daughters? <laughs> You certainly may, sir. They're please, very. Bu- please, you may take one. <laughs> Their breasts are as bountiful as your they roast are, beef is thinly sliced. They are underage, though, so that's. Well, now you just make me feel like a jerk. Yeah, I was trying to pay you a of, lovely compliment no, I mean, about your busty daughters. You seem like you're the Gary Glitter now. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe you should take that gun to wait, yourself. We're turning this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. And seen. And seen. Now tell me that was a better acting. <laughs> that was much better acting. Yeah, I can do an acting. Yeah. Anyone out there who needs someone to do an acting for them? If you want a serious scene about um, it's only <laughs> that character against though. pedophiles, where the where the person kind of chuckles their way through the scene, yeah. then please do call us. Um, we're up for it. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to history. What 96-mile-long structure came crashing down in 1989, scattering large chunks all over the world? What? 1989? What? Sorry, what was that? What 96-mile-long structure came crashing down in 1989, scattering large chunks all over the world? I mean... Is, is, this, a, is this a spaceship? No, I think is the second a... part you could just ignore. What 96-mile-long... Okay. Like, that's a long-distance structure. Okay. came crashing down in 1989. Do you know what happened in 1989? Oh, wait. Is this the... This is a very... This is a Berlin Wall, Berlin is it? Wall. I, that makes it sound like it's a satellite <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I presume it's, a, it's not space yeah. lab. The Berlin Wall. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I, I, um, that, was, that, was the end, that was the official end of World War II. It was 1989. Is it an actual thing? Yeah, yeah. That's when. That's how long it went on for. The actual, like they have it from 1939 Nine. to 1989. I think that's when it officially ended. I, 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 in what way? In that they were happy again. <laughs> look, it's not. Ah, look, you're, it's not. It's not for me to teach you about <laughs> European history. Um, Just for me to bring things up that I vaguely heard <laughs> once. And, uh, but in a condescending way. I feel yeah. that that's the... Uh, Where did you learn that from? Um, I actually am a quiz champion, so I know all these dumb things. Oh. Yeah, the 1998 All-Ireland um, quiz, Credit Union quiz. Yeah? They, well, I say that. I was, the, I was on a team with three geniuses. <laughs> I was their kind of play thing <laughs> slash pet. And... Um, uh, yet they, uh, I've, I've absorbed lots of stupid facts uh, throughout my life. I'm sure everybody has, but uh, we ha- we would have like drills after school yeah. that would go on for hours of learning, you know, really, really uh, pointless things that, like that. When did World War Two officially end? And uh, all these I think it's trick on questions. QI that it officially ended. Yeah, it could much be 90, later. It could be 1990. We look it up, or I think we've been doing well. We haven't consulted our phones or anything. Sure, this why don't you time. look it up? We'll look it up later. Okay. Or we can ask somebody. If, <laughs> if Niall comes back again, we can ask him. Hey, no. Um, <laughs> ring him up. No, I'll get back here as soon as you can. Niall, step Niall. on it. <laughs> step on it. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have a dog? 
Do you have any pets? No. no Did you have a dog into, growing up? Yeah. Not into pets though. I just no? don't really get it. No, I know. People are like, oh, look at this photo of my dog. I'm like, yeah, it's a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. I used to be the same way, but I had. So my, I think it was because my, my dad's a vet, so I grew up sort of helping him put animals down. <laughs> so it was hard to form that, look at that, that kind of for attachment. a special treat on your birthday? Uh, yes, you yeah. To, yeah. yeah. I, for a special treat on my birthday, I didn't have to help him put anything like down. Dexter? No, no, no. I would like literally hold a cat down while he injected really? it. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Um, but uh, there's no psychological damage. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm grand. Um... Yeah, there's. Uh, but I, do you, do just, you have a pet now? I don't. I would like one, but I just don't live somewhere where I can mm. have one. But it wasn't until I was twenty that I realised. Oh yeah, you can have a dog or a cat, and they're not inevitably going to die <laughs> and make you sad. Every it took, day. It took me a while to realise that because I was well. like, fuck cats, fuck dog. For a while, I've really had a really thick dog that would um, just follow me to school, much like Mary had a little lamb. Except it would, it was slightly ahead of me. It would run like ten yards ahead of me, and I could never catch it. it. Would sort of bark, heralding my arrival, and then I'd have to get the dog and bring it home. And I was always, I would be late for school frequently because of that. Um, so that put me off dogs. Yeah, but um, yeah, no. I, 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 you know, if I see a dog, I have to go over and. Yeah. Yeah. You love them now. Yeah, I love them. Uh, it's uh, it just took realizing that not everything dies. And if it does die, well, it, that's mean, just a part of that's a part of the whole thing. You know? Yeah, everything does die. That's right. Yeah. I think maybe <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> we can look that up, but I'm Especially pretty sure it's true. Especially Gary Glitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, arts and literature. Which Dickens character famously wanted more? Oh, it's Oliver Twist. Yeah, my boy Ollie T. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, find that greed. One of the greediest characters in literature. Always yes, after always wanted more. more porridge. Was that what he was after? Or was more it gruel? Gruel. Have you ever had gruel? No. What is gruel? I don't know. I don't know. That's this. This is I want to know. This is what you're googling. Have we got a? We can ask Nile. So there's two options. Nile. It's like a, it, our, we we need a third one. So it's like who wants to be a millionaire? You can Google gruel question mark. You can ring Nile. <laughs> or you can ask some ask what? a baby. <laughs> There's a baby over there. Here, here's the uh, top Google results, possibly just tailored for me. What is anxiety? Oh right. What is a prime number? What is a verb? What is love? What is lupus? Uh, what is gluten? What is green tea good for? What is gruel? Are you into you into green tea? No, I don't like tea or coffee. Oh no. No. A thin liquid food of oatmeal or other meal boiled in milk or water. So it's kind of porridge, but I think just yeah. thinner. I think it's like just as Porridge broth. Yeah. It is to porridge what, like, margarine is to butter. It's, like, it's, mm. it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. So you don't, you don't, drink, you don't drink coffee or tea, but what, 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 what's your poison? Uh, water. Big fan of water. Cool. cool. Yeah. And have you, have you ever had any, uh, like, a, a kidney... Issues? Have you uh, always I haven't been had a kidney stone? Yeah, it's good. Um, they're they're sons of bitches. Have the you worst. had one? Yeah, I had oh. one. It was uh, it was pretty bad. I'm I, uh, not that any one has a pleasant kidney stone experience, <laughs> but yeah. I was watching that show um, uh, Utopia. You know that Channel Four show about oh it's, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's like a science fiction thing about mm. population control. It's really good. It was the last episode of that, and I noticed I was in agony. So I kept <laughs> hovering between the toilet and the room where I was watching it in. And then um, at about 5 a.m., I told my girlfriend, I'm off to hospital. <laughs> and she didn't really wake up, and I could have been louder. And then I went, I, I went down, I got into a taxi, I said, where's the nearest hospital? And they said, St. James's. And I said, okay, um, is there a nicer hospital? Because <laughs> my friend worked in St. James's. And oh, really? I'm not saying St. Vincent's Hospital in Dublin is better than St. James's. It is, though. It's a much better hospital. It's much yeah. cleaner. <laughs> and uh, there are people outside uh, stealing soap and drinking it. Uh, or if they are, they're more discreet. <laughs> so I, I got in the, got in the hospital. Uh, this is a bit of, um, I guess, medical fraud I did. Uh, they brought me in. There's this, the, the doctor that I was assigned to, because it was like 6 a.m. The doctor I was assigned to was 22. She was so young. And she looked even younger. And I had taken a Panadol five hours earlier. I'm a big guy, you know, not huge, not the Hulk or anything. But I'm six foot tall. I'm big, and she was five foot tall, so that's important. So she said, have you had any painkillers? And I said, I had a Panadol a few hours ago. And she's like, yeah, I can't give you anything. Yeah, that would just, gave you another one, would just knock you out. I said, I am in so much pain. You got to help me out here. I'm in so (laughs) much pain. And she said, sorry, I can't do anything. You took a Panadol, you know. No, I can't. I don't want to risk it. And she walked away, and then the nurse came over and said, what did she say? And I said, she told me to put me on morphine, and lots of it. And then she did, because my doctor got called away. It wasn't like she signed off Jesus. on anything. But she got called away, so the nurse thought, I was, I was just you know, passing on the message. And so I said, put me on quite a lot of morphine. Then the doctor came over and said to the nurse, what are you doing? She said, I was putting him on morphine, he's in quite a lot of pain. And she just sort of nodded and walked on. So uh, it was like Jesus I had, Christ. I had overruled her <laughs> diagnoses, <laughs> and um, that was uh, I spent. A, Wait, a, which hospital was this in? This was in <laughs> this was in Saint Vincent's Hospital. My I was on a trolley for a full day, and then my parents, who are lovely people, they had some visitors over, so they thought, "Do you want Charles with love? Let's bring the visitors to see him <laughs> on the trolley." He would just love that. That would make him just ecstatic. <laughs> so uh, the whole kidney thing, that everyone was pretty nice there. Um, but the, 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 once the, the kidneys are like blasted out of you, I got like a laser blasted them out of me. And there stones. was Yeah, the stones. Not and, your kidneys. Were no, no, no. Like, I need those laser. babies. I need those, yeah. Mark. Um, uh, I was, you know, weeing blood and things like that. It's not yeah. altogether pleasant, <laughs> but uh, I was, I knew I was completely out of it when... I woke up and I'd been sending, I've been like live tweeting Cowboys versus Aliens, which was on in my room for some reason. And I really, really liked it. I was like, why is this film not getting its, its, its kudos? Yeah. I think Conor O'Toole, you know Conor O'Toole, yeah. uh, the comedian, his dad, Kevin, just sort of responded with like, oh, poor Giles. Because uh, <laughs> I was just out of it. And uh, he knew what was, he had, he had a rough idea what was going on. Well, I think the, I mean, not quite going back to our earlier point, but Cowboys versus Aliens, there was a few too many Deus Ex Machinas in that where it yes. just kind of sorted itself out. Yeah. So like, what are we going to do about this? Here come the, you know, yeah, cavalry a, endlessly. Yeah, this guy will know. So, so why didn't, if you are doing a thing about Cowboys and Aliens, there should be like a lot of blood and guts in it. There should be like, 
there should be exciting things happening. It shouldn't be us fixing this months afterwards. They should have gotten this right beforehand. Well, they didn't want script notes. No, you know, they didn't. John, they didn't Johnny Favs like, I know, I'll make it up as I go along. That worked well for Iron Man. I presume it will continue to work well. Uh, what this is? Science and nature. What is the only rock that can float in water? Oh Christ! Limestone? Does it? Does it? I don't know. The only rock. Yeah. Oh wait, is this Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Is that the? <laughs> it could be. It could be. It's another trick question. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't. It doesn't have a capital R. Um, those little pebbles that like you put, like you put a, a tree in a plant, and then you put those little brown pebbles on top. Yeah. Where do they come from? They float in water. Know. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of some kind of magma or something. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds better than my guess, which is <laughs> limestone. Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> on a bed of limestone. I think. Um, Would your wrestling name be Giles the Limestone <laughs> Brody? No, Giles the Bleeder Brody, or oh. Giles not the face Brody, or Giles. I'm gonna get my brothers after you, Brody. My brothers are both younger than me, so that yeah. shows you know serious I am. <laughs> about asking for help (laughs) yeah Um, okay I have the answer here we haven't said it yet it's not Dwayne The Rock Johnson Uh, this is a rock that you might rub on your face Dwayne The Rock Johnson no uh, no it's it's difficult now to give them because there's so many similarities between this answer and women might have this more than men I'm going to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah it's not definitely uh, it's kind of pink okay uh Pink Rock. Yeah, I think. And, and it's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Because <laughs> I know he's he's not pink. He's um, he's got a more bronzed, tanned yeah. complexion. Um, uh, you use this to get rid of dead skin. You might Dwayne the Rock. No, Johnson? it rhymes with rummus. Oh man, please put me out of my misery here. Pumice, pumice, yeah, pumice stone. Never. No. <laughs> uh, that's that's on me though. I'm not saying. Where are you coming up with these weird things I've never heard of? <laughs> Just because I haven't heard of it doesn't mean that other people haven't heard of it. Yeah, so you don't seem to have heard of much beyond Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Pumice. Well, when he's when you're getting pumice by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> there's not much else to think about. Uh, do you have a beauty regimen? Uh, have you ever uh, do? You, do you use any beauty products or like moisturizer? I've started using um, Quiet You. Um, I've started uh, using uh, some it's like avocado oil. Uh, avocado that was oil. that was gifted to me because I've started getting bags under my eyes. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm um, it's like an anti wrinkle thing or something. I think so. It's gonna help help help, help stop Tighten it. Up but your, okay. Yeah. So just that's that's it though. I don't. I, I walk a lot. I try and walk for a good chunk of my day. Is that how you transport yourself? Yes. Yeah. I don't have a car. I can't drive because I've always since I was since I finished college, I've always been living in a city and yeah. doing comedy. So <laughs> there's been literally no reason for me yeah. to. Uh, yeah. Apart from you get the odd thing, some 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 gig out in Kildare, and they're like, "Can you come out here?" And you look it up and say. There's no way I can get out there. I was like, can you give me 50 quid and I can pay someone to drive me out there and back? Like, whoa, 50 quid for a driver, for you and two other people from Dublin to come to our art centre to uh, 
you know, let's not let's not mince words here, Jaws. Rock the roof off the place. <laughs> it seems like it should be fair, but no, we're not we're not splashing for that. Uh, yeah. Do you uh, do you drive? No, can't drive. I cycle everywhere though. But uh, yeah, sometimes you're looking at places and you're like, well, there must be like a way to get there. Yeah, there's got to be a way. And then it's like, no, it's it like just isn't. You yeah. can travel on a Tuesday at three o'clock. That is the only time. Yeah. Like, well, what am I going to do? Spend four days there? <laughs> 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 yeah, I got well, stuck. I want to be there on Friday. Yeah. What can I do? I got stuck in. Um, I won't name the town, but it was in Sligo a few years ago, and it was a very similar situation where mm. uh, I got a lift there, and then the comic who I got the lift with there, with he had to go back early. And some of the audience promised to give me a lift to the nearest train station, and they disappeared, and I never <laughs> saw them again. And I had to spend like an extra day there. Eventually, a barman, like. <laughs> He got his girlfriend's father to drive me. It was, it was like this town had said as one, we'll help you. And then they forgot about it for a full day. And then they saw me walking around with my bag going, I need to get home. I've Thanks for the 30 quid for the gig. <laughs> but uh, I, need to, I need to be making, I need yeah. to be making, making moves. Bad day at Black Rock. Yeah. Mm. Um, is that where you're from? Are you from Black Rock? No. Oh. Have you ever had a bad day at Black Rock? No. Have you spent enough time there? No, I mean I've been to Black Rock. Yeah, yeah, but that's a film. Okay, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from way back in the day. From back you know, in the day, Spencer yeah. Tracy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arm. I was uh, uh, there was um, a Jerry Stembridge film a few years ago yeah. with the same name. Yeah, and Black Day at Black Rock. Black Day at Black Rock. Yeah, uh, I didn't see didn't, it all. <laughs> didn't have much to do with it at all. He was about a guy who was black, maybe yeah. in a small town. Um, yeah, I think that was uh, my memories of that are even vaguer than of um, uh, evolution. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get uh, to sports and leisure. Oh God. What does XO on a bottle of cognac mean? XO. Um, Do not drink, presumably. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. XO, commanding officer. Yeah. Uh, does this? Yeah, I don't know. Does it mean kisses, about kisses cognac. and hugs? Yeah, <laughs> kiss hug. Um, or is it you know? There's another. Is it got something to do with X's and O's? Is it XO? Well, X is a hunt. What, what's X in Roman numerals? Ten. Ten. So. Yeah. So, so o is doesn't really mean anything though. Yeah. T- ten to nothing. Let's uh, let's find out. Let's, let's find out. Let's see what. Okay, it just means extra old. For fuck's sake, why not just say extra old? And who's drinking cognac? That's new. Yeah. Who's getting their cognac out of a vending machine? <laughs> I'm not, Mark. I'll tell you that much. Uh, do you... Uh, I don't drink. Have you, do you, are you a drinker? I drink sometimes, but just... Um, uh, to get rid of the memories? No, to... Uh, <laughs> To, an, to attempt to bond with people I'll ah. do that sometimes have uh, you if I go to concerts or something like that I'll have a few drinks but if I'm doing a, if I'm doing a gig except for the mess round I might have some drinks after that because it's always a lot of work you get to blow off steam but yeah. if I'm just doing a stand up gig I not that I'm doing a ton of them at the moment I just stopped drinking altogether the whole just I try and go out there with the coffee yeah, and just fill the coffee mug or the, fill the coffee cup with water as the evening goes on and I just find it makes it a, a lot easier especially if yeah. you're hanging out with people afterwards you can actually have a nice time yeah, <laughs> hanging yeah, out yeah. with them because the best place is 
at the street immediately after a gig or the the place just outside the venue yeah to stand there with a few comics for a while it's just bliss just talking yeah and uh you can't do that if sometimes they physically won't let you outside if you've got a pint and sometimes it is just fun to just stand outside and do nothing and you don't need the booze necessarily um to uh yeah keep the good times going yeah Uh, but uh yeah it does it does kind of go part and parcel with that world sometimes yeah I should say I was just at the Vodafone Comedy Festival which is like a five day long wedding and <laughs> I was really uh, in pieces uh, several times during that but one of the nicest times I had during the whole thing was uh, backstage during one of the shows um, we had a hula hoop and uh, one of the other comics uh, uh, Emma she just started playing with the hula hoop and seeing how far she could throw it down and make it come back to her oh yeah and then all everyone got in on this and yeah. it was uh, yeah one of the fun most memorable games. things that happened fun games uh, are great fun but uh yeah so you don't drink now did you ever drink no or? never oh okay never been a drinker yeah so so you is it straight age think. or is is that are you just not drink I, you don't want to ascribe you're not drinking to a, a movement no yeah I've never I mean I think I'm no I've never I don't really sign up to a movement but I don't do drugs or anything uh, ever either. did you ever do drugs no ever a little bit of the old no tiny lipstick no <laughs> no as, tiny lipstick as, as that Zach Galifianakis uh, I think that's a Zach Galifianakis uh, joke uh, no I um, apart from a contact you, high you look quite young though so I'm not sure what age you are I'm, you've been, I'm you've been 38 teased. You're 38. Well, you look like you're, you know, 28. 37. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. you look. You're in. You're in good <laughs> nick. Um, I'm greying slightly, and I think if anyone well, was to ask who who who's longest for this earth, looking at the two of us, <laughs> they would certainly give you. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the, I've the got far more grey hairs than you do. Yeah, but you've got a uh, a joie de vie. <laughs> That is really absent from my face. I've been keeping my, my sunglasses have been on for most of this interview. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's a pissing rain, as I've mentioned earlier on. It's just lashing rain. So <laughs> yeah. Mark's been very patient. I've got a black umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Just staring straight at him. Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, where can people find your joie de vivre? You're on Twitter. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, where can people hunt down and they can call you if they do find your job? W- yeah, if you have it, man. I've been looking at that everywhere. Um, I left it on a train a few years ago. Oh, there's a cat hunting the birds down there. This is exciting. Oh, hell. Oh, no, my, it's kind of lost. My money's on the... Uh, my money's on the birds. That cat's going to have to jump in. Yeah, which it doesn't want to do. Unless that cat can get some sort of swimming apparatus. Uh, <laughs> I don't fancy his chances. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jaws Brody, and you can find me on Facebook if you look up Jaws Brody or the Mess Around and uh, uh, the Sunday the Sermon Podcast. Sunday Sermon Podcast. I'm so bad at this, Mark. Uh, yes, Sunday Sermon Podcast. It should be every Sunday. Usually is. The last one was released on Tuesday. Where? Uh, how can people find that? Uh, if you go onto iTunes, uh, look up Sunday Sermon Podcast, or if you go onto SundaySermonPodcast.com. Uh, it will be there. Now, I have a bone to pick with this because there is no RSS feed. I don't, yeah. I I really don't know anything about 
anything, yeah. as we've established throughout this last <laughs> no, hour. No, we're not. You, uh, you there's no errors. My friend Keen was just asking me about this yesterday. What happened was uh, Conor O'Toole, who's a comedy uh, genius and powerhouse, he's always doing really, you know, not only is he making, does he make good stuff, but he sort of pushes other people to do stuff. Yeah. Uh, a while ago, there was a put your money where your mouth is thing with me and him, where he said, I'm going to start up everything you need to do for the podcast all you have to do is literally record it and put it in and that's all you need to do you don't need to worry about it so outside of that so I've been doing that I don't know anything about the RSS feed <laughs> um, so I'm, I've got to try and figure out how to do that my friend you know those conspiracy guys um, they do a, you know the podcast no okay it's, it's it, they just talk about conspiracies and it's, oh yeah uh, it's fun it's a fun it's a fun show uh, those guys are super organised and really on the ball and they will occasionally talk to me about what I'm up to and how I'm pushing myself and uh, uh, despair because uh, <laughs> I think who are they? Joe um, uh, Gordon Rushford no. uh, he's uh, a comic he's a really nice dude him and his buddy they do uh, They we're doing one on the Titanic next week which has I've watched a few Titanic conspiracy theory yeah. documentaries and Man, they are tedious. <laughs> There's a reason why a lot of these things don't get made, and it's because crackpot conspiracies based on very little fact uh, presented by lunatics. Yeah. So yeah. you want something on YouTube. Therefore. Can, yeah. It's like, therefore, if only a fool would say that the Titanic wasn't sank by a huge squid called Henry. Uh, uh, bone or two to pick with that. But uh, yeah, if you go into. Um, I should have a website chelsbrody.com that's mm-hmm. all should be there it looks like it was designed by a drunk in a hurry uh, <laughs> that drunk was my best friend Steve who's getting married soon we're having a stag next Wednesday ah, we're having a so midweek stag for my mate if uh, you're listening to this on Wednesday yeah Wednesday you can the try 10th. and find Steve's stag yeah just, just I'll whoop you up around we'll be yeah Will be will be noisy. Uh, you've also got a lot of videos on YouTube yes yeah you are um, we, we had Connor O'Toole on the show before. Yes, fine dude. Um, and Connor Barry. Yes, too. From the two, Firehouse two Film gents. Contest. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can find your videos on YouTube, Charles yeah. Brody. Yeah, just look, in Charles, look up Charles Brody. And um, uh, Connor and I, actually, it's a few years old now. Con- Connor was a star of a, I did a, a, did a Storyland series for RTE called oh, yeah. uh, Student Teacher that I wrote and directed that Connor was the, the lead in. And um, uh, kind of through that. Yeah, got to. He's. he's, he's um, can I can I seed some of my plugs for Conroe Tool? <laughs> yeah. Follow Conroe Tool. He's 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 awesome. And uh, the Firehouse Film Contest is on every month. Yeah. And uh, it's. Is there the, some? Is there one happening soon? Yes, there's one this there's one this Sunday. Oh, it's shit. the best kept secret, and I want to keep it the best kept secret. Yeah. Basically, what happens in Ireland is if something's really good, it gets destroyed and some you know it becomes Bank of Ireland's Firehouse Film Club yeah. and Connor and the Connors and Simon Mulholland um, uh, uh, they're just too on the ball to sort of let something like that yeah. happen well unfortunately by the time this goes out yeah uh, it, it will happen happened. but it's on every month but I'm yeah. uh, I didn't realise it was this Sunday I'm the defending champion. I've won Best Actor two oh, firehouses in a row Fantastic. now, and I've got yeah. nothing for Sunday. Yeah, I've got to I've got to rustle some shit together. What now are you going to do? Be, I don't know. You get on to, you got to get on Mikey. Get get give Mikey a shout. Get Mikey, to do, yeah. yeah. We should give me, say who Mikey is uh, for the uh, uh, people listening. 
Mikey, they should check out his stuff. He's got some good, good yeah. bits. Um, Mikey Fleming? Yeah. Yeah. He used to be my uh, flatmate. Oh, really? Yeah, Mikey and I lived together for a year. And uh, he's... I would happily give that guy power of attorney. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't give... I was living... There's me and Mikey and Alan Bennett were sharing a place. I like... I really, I, they're both really, Alan Bennett? Yeah. Um, wow. Alan, Alan Bennett, the... Uh, the famous playwright. Yes, yeah. Me and him and uh, Mikey. No, the, the, the head stuff CEO. We all, oh. We all live yeah. together and... Um, yeah, I like the two guys a lot. But, um, yeah, I'd have to give Mikey power of attorney. Not that I don't trust Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, he would get it maybe also, but I, I'd... I'd M- Mikey, we'll Mikey first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Mikey's... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mikey doesn't... I, I think Alan would, on his way to pulling the plug on me or whatever it was, that he'd have a few other things going on, like, because he's doing the... Yeah. He, he'd have to proofread an article and he'd have to... <laughs> Do a mix on a It'd podcast. Be distractedly pulling the plug on yeah. you, where Mikey would actually Mikey would just go there, yeah. you know, be thinking yeah. about it deeply. Yeah, he get it um, done. Speaking of Mikey Fleming, I'm doing an improv show with him on Monday, the 15th of August. Um, oh, brilliant! We we previously did uh, tonight with Jay Patrone. We've done we did two of those, uh, but now we're doing I don't know some kind of different improv thing. We're called Autocorrect. Cool. Um, and yeah, that's at the tightrope in Anshaw. Excellent. Then I'm doing a, a another fantastic venue on show. On but, fantastic yeah. venue. Yeah, like I've named me one Irish act that hasn't done something there at some stage yeah. or another, hasn't run a night or yeah. Uh, it's it's the intro claims to be the home of Irish comedy. I guess it is because but but I, I feel like on show is like it's, it's scrappy little brother. I, I, yeah, I, I like I like on show yeah. a great deal. Um, Tiny, my improv group are doing a show there on the twenty second as well. Cool. Um, so come and check those out listeners also listen to my other podcast Ireland's Ear if you want to hear other improvised bullshit um, that's it anything else you want to plug that I've reminded you of now HBO's The Night Of uh, oh, yeah. starring Riz Ahmed and John Turturro Michael K. Williams it's uh, well worth your time <laughs> Riz Ahmed uh who played Omar in, in Four Lions and Shifty in the film Shifty uh, he is um, uh, uh, a good anything he does is brilliant so he's mm. just you know uh, the, the project's brilliant and he's brilliant in it so I've been watching a bit of that lately uh, so there's a plug for a huge huge show <laughs> uh, if you're in Edinburgh if you're, if you're in Edinburgh check out Alison Spittle's show yeah. and have a look at uh, Chris Gethard's show Career suicide, uh, that's fantastic. And um, uh, the mess around, uh, go on to the mess around the on mess Facebook. Around. Yeah, Facebook, find it, go to the next one, September yeah. 20th. 10th. Yeah, it's our 9 11 Eve yeah. special. Yeah, 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 nice. Uh, Giles, Mark, this has been fun. This has been fun. Thanks yes, very thanks much. Very for much. Being on the show. And uh, please cut out all that stuff. <laughs> that libelous stuff I asked you to. I will cut out all the libelous stuff. And now the listeners can just wonder what that libelous stuff was. Yeah. <clears throat> we will say, uh, we'll just say this much uh, that Dennis O'Brien, uh, <laughs> he may have his day in court. <laughs> but, not, but, but not over this. Yeah. <laughs> not this time. Yeah. Right. Skipping the queue, skipping the queue, skipping the queue, and he's paying with a credit card. Skipping the queue, skipping the queue, skipping the queue, and he's paying with a credit card. Guess he didn't see me standing here with my drink and my fiber.
you get your two pounds of expensive olive oil. Well, he must be in a hurry. Everyone out of the way. He's clearly got some place to be. That's why he's skipping the queue, skipping the queue, skipping the queue, and he's paying with a credit card. Skipping the queue, skipping the queue, skipping the queue, and he's paying with a credit card. Skipping the queue, skipping the queue, skipping the queue, and he's paying with a credit card. Skipping the queue, skipping the queue, skipping the queue.